you have your Bibles, turn to the book of Exodus. Chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33. I'd really like to read the entire chapter to you today, but I'm not going to do that. But if you have time later on, take the time to go through and read this chapter. It's it's a really good one. Um, I'll give you a little rundown of it, though. Uh, this particular point, the Israelites have, as they did many times, turned their back on God and kind of did what they wanted to do. And... and God kind of almost in a sense has washed His hands of them and said, no, y'all go ahead and do what you want to do and I'm not going with you. And Moses said, God, look, you, you want me to lead these people. These are your people according to what you have called them. Uh, but I'm not leading these people anywhere if you're not going with me. So that's kind of where we pick up right now. And uh, God has already told Moses, look, I'm going to go with you, and you know these are my people, and I'm going to lead you. And, and this is where we're going to pick up in verse 18. Um, I titled the message today, Hidden in the Rock. Uh, Exodus chapter 33, verse 18. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me. Thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cleft of the rock, and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take mine hand away, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. Let's thank God for the reading of the Word this morning. Father, we just come to You once again, and before we go any further, Lord, we want to thank You for this Word. We want to thank You that it's alive, that it lives forever, that it never changes, Father. It's it's eternal principles that we can stand on. And Lord, I ask that You just bless it today. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Like I said, the title of the message this morning is Hidden in the Rock. And what I want y'all to understand and, and, and hear today is that just as God told Moses, He said, there is a place by me. He said, and you're going to stand on this rock. Now, I, I've tried to, as I was studying this, I tried to draw a mental picture of what uh, happened here and I try to imagine you know what the rock looked like how big it was and and uh, from the studying I've done apparently this is the same rock that uh, followed them in the wilderness that they got water from and and it just followed them wherever they went so they always had a source of water but what I want you to really see today is that when you're hidden in the rock, you can see the glory of God. Now, what does that mean? You know, it's easy for me to make up some kind of 
catchy phrase that sounds nice, but if you don't really understand what I'm talking about, it don't do you any good. So I want you to understand today what it means to be hidden in the rock. This rock that they're talking about may have been a physical rock that Moses was hiding in, that he was standing on, but what I want you to see is that this rock is symbolic of Jesus Christ. This rock that he hid himself in is is an example to us of what Jesus did for us. This same rock, just as Jesus paid a price for our sins and covered us with the blood, it hid us from the wrath of God. It, it covered us and protected us just like God said that I'm going to put my hand over you until I pass by and then I'm going to remove my hand and you can see the glory. Just like He did that, that shed blood of Jesus Christ covers us and it hides us from the wrath of God. It, it puts us in a place that we cannot be worried about our sins, the, the, the lack that's within us, the, the things that we, the, I can't even think of the word right now, but the, the thing that separates us from God to the point that we can't stand to see His glory because of our imperfections. The same way Moses was hid in that rock and protected from the glory of God, we are protected and hidden in the same way through the blood of Jesus Christ. It's that blood of Jesus Christ that allows us to come to the knowledge of the glory of God. We can't even begin to understand, just like the Word tells us, that a, a spiritual man can discern things of the Spirit. It's because we are put into a place that we're able to do that. Because as a natural person, just a regular human being, we're not able to withstand the glory of God. What I want you to, another thing I want you to see is that Moses asked, to see His glory. And God did not withhold that from him. I want you to know that God knows our limits. He created us. He knew that seeing the face of God would be more than Moses could handle. But He said, you know what? You want to see My glory, you're going to see some glory. He feels the same way about us. Listen, God wants to reveal Himself to you. But there is only one way He can do that, and that is when you are covered with the blood. When you are outside the protective covering of the blood. When you don't have the blood applied to your life, God cannot reveal Himself to you. Because He knows your limits. He knows it will just... It'll destroy the very nature of your being to see His glory without protection. Now, how does how does this all apply to you? What what does it mean? Like I told you a while ago, those that are in Christ are sheltered from the wrath of God. 
That ought to mean something to you. It's only through Christ that we're able to see those the see the glory of God active in our life. But when you look at how God revealed Himself to Moses, you know, if you read back further in that chapter, you'll see that that God was talking one on one with Moses. This was a personal relationship. You know, we we look sometimes we put these these Old Testament prophets and and uh, whatever kind of title you want to put on them these these people that had these close encounters with God. Sometimes we try to put them up on this pedestal like like they are somehow chosen by God and better than us. We can never attain to that. But here is the difference in us today and them then. People then had to be specifically chosen by God. Now, I'm not trying to to lessen God choosing you for anything today, but what I want you to see is that God had this special relationship with Moses. And because of that, He hid him in the rock and protected him so that He could reveal Himself to Moses. But what you need to see, the benefit to you today is that anyone can be covered by the blood. Anyone can receive salvation. Anyone can, since they are covered by the blood, since they are protected, can understand and and have God's glory revealed to them. Listen, it's not a special circumstance today. It doesn't depend upon you being selected out of this group of people to have this relationship with God. The kind of relationship God had with Moses... He will have with you today just just for the asking. Just like Moses said, God, show me your glory. And he did it. He'll do the same for you today. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what kind of things you've done in your life. What kind of accomplishments you've had. All that matters is you're covered by the blood. All that matters is you've been brought into that family. You're You're... Heir and joint heir with Jesus Christ. When when you've come into that place, you're able to come to the knowledge of God. You're able to see His glory in, at work in your life. You know, a lot of times that's exactly how we see God move in our life. Just like Moses only saw the effect of what happened when God went by. You know... I heard one preacher even say one time that it's kind of equivalent of a a lady wearing this strong perfume. When they walk by, they're already gone, but the the glory, quote-unquote, still lingers. That's kind of what it was for Moses when, when God went by. He didn't really see, you know, a, a physical body like we would think of it, but he saw the glory. God moves and works in our lives the same way. A lot of times we don't see God coming. We don't see what He's about to do in our life. But when it's all over with, we're like, man, God was God was moving in my life all the time and I didn't even know He was there because I was, I was covered. 
And then when you see what He's done, you can see God's glory at work in your life. You know, these Old Testament things, things that happened thousands of years ago, it's so hard sometimes to identify with these people. But when you do a little study and you do a little digging, you do a little reading, you'll see that there ain't much difference in them than us. You know, in a lot of ways, we've got it so much easier. God may not stand in front of us in a, in a cloud, a pillar of a cloud. We may not see fire by night because God's standing right next to us, but you can see God move in every aspect of your life if you start looking for it. When you start looking for the glory, the glory is there. When you start asking God, show me your glory... He'll show you just like He did Moses. He, he is not one that will want to withhold things from you. He wants to give you everything you want, everything you desire from Him. He will, he will give it to you abundantly, exceedingly abundantly above what you can ask or think. And if you think God can't do it, you're sadly mistaken. You have cut yourself short because you're missing out on what He wants for you in your life. I'm not up here today trying to tell you that God is just going to pour money out of heaven on top of you. But what I'm trying to tell you is that God wants so much more for you than what you have asked for yourself. God has abundance beyond what you can ask or think. Y'all give Him praise this morning. I think there's a level of glory that we can't even begin to imagine. And you know, I'm not trying to take away from what Moses went through. Because I'm sure it was a wonderful thing. I can't imagine what it would be like to see a physical manifestation of God like that. But I want you to not look at these things in terms of how great that was. I want you to look at them in terms of, God, how great is it going to be in my life? How are you going to move in my life? I want to see some things happen too. You know, God is not going to say, well, that was Moses. You, you can't see those kind of things. What He's going to do is tell you, you just better be looking. You get ready because when you start seeking something from God, His Word says, like I've told you many times before, that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. And when you begin to seek God's glory in your life, you better be hidden in the rock. You better be ready because there's going to come a time. Listen, did y'all hear what I read? God told Moses, He said, there is a place by me. Oh man, He said, you're going to be standing at a place by me and I'm going to come by. And this rock I told you all, look, it, it is so, it so symbolizes Jesus, it's not even funny. You begin to look at it, you see, oh wait a minute, that rock Moses was standing on that's there by God. That same rock is standing by God the Father this morning. He's standing there making intercession for you. And you can stand on that rock. You can be hidden in that rock today. All you have to do is ask God to apply that blood to your life. And you're covered by that same rock. You're hidden in that same rock. That same glory that passed by Moses can pass by in your life today. <clears throat> If you doubt anything I'm saying, I want to read you a scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 
verses 1 through 4. It says, Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So that the Word confirms itself. If, if you'll do a little digging and you think, well, man, this guy's a quack because he's just making stuff up as he's going. But if you do a little digging and you start finding that the Old Testament ties in with the New Testament, the Old Testament is just a shadow and a type of what was to come in the New Testament. And this isn't some new manifestation of God. This is the same old God that's been there all the time. He, he never changes. You may just look a little different, but when you start to look and see, it's the same thing. God does not waver. That same glory that passed by Moses... I bet could be felt when Jesus walked by the disciples. I bet that same glory that they felt when Jesus walked by is the same glory I can feel in this place this morning. Because if you've got the Holy Spirit in you, listen, you're covered by the rock and God's glory dwells within you. Now listen, Moses didn't have the same kind of thing that we've got today. The Holy Spirit had not come in its fullness It was just given in measure. But listen, when you get in the rock today, you're hidden in the rock today. You can receive the Holy Spirit in fullness. You don't have to just worry about God. Are you going to show me a little glory? Because anytime you get ready, you can say, God, just let your glory fall right now. You begin to worship the Father, and let me tell you, the glory is going to show up. The glory will be there in your presence at, at any time. I'm not trying to tell you, you can just say, jump and God's gonna jump, but He wants to be in your presence just like you want to be in His. Amen. 